Welcome to Consume for Good. I'm Billy. And I'm Emily. And we're your everyday couple working our way through a plant-based keto lifestyle. Before we get started, if you are headed down this same journey and are thinking about changing your diet and the food that you eat, uh, before you do, please consult an expert to make sure that it is the right journey for you. With that, let's get started. So this week, we thought it would be an interesting topic to look at like foods that you might miss when switching to a plant-based or a vegan diet obviously you, you limit that even more with the keto aspect of it but you know i think that there's just a lot of times there's this myth of you're missing everything right as soon as you go this route you have officially cut all the good food out of here and and is that a myth i think is, is a good good kind of topic mm -hmm. definitely and i think that's one that not only is that a myth but that's also one that i think if you ever have the conversation of your diet with other people that's one of the first things right mm -hmm. oh i missed too many things there's too many things you have to cut out and right from the start it feels just so very restrictive mm -hmm. yeah you i think the the phrase that you hear constantly oh i can never give up you mm -hmm. know insert food right yeah. yeah and definitely i think that comes more with the vegan side or the plant-based side than it does with the keto i think more so with the plant-based side, because these are foods that people have eaten their whole lives, you know, meat products, it's a lot harder to give that up and it's much more ingrained in their normal routines and their favorite foods and all of that. So it is much harder to give up. I think when you talk more the keto, I think if someone's resistant to it, it's more they just, they have an issue with the like structure of keto or how mm -hmm. it works, like yeah, that the... side. I think there is still that restrictive nature of keto, obviously. Um, but usually I think people between the two are much like more likely to bring up the like it never give up insert favorite food mm -hmm. <laughs> um, when you're talking about moving to a plant-based diet. So we wanted to talk about how to sort of balance that because it is it is restrictive. Like we'd be lying if we're like, we can eat everything that we want. No, that's not the truth. <laughs> it's just simply not. We obviously have cut out all animal-based products, but also with keto, there are a lot of things that are cut out and there are a lot of things that just will throw you out of whack in keto. Mm -hmm. And so it, it is restrictive. We'll definitely admit it. That's why we have our sort of disclaimer at the top of the episode of like talk to someone first to see if this is a right diet. Because for some people being so restrictive, it isn't the right diet. Mm -hmm. For some people cutting certain things out, it's not the right diet for you. It's not one that we would say universally is perfect for everybody. That's not true at all. Mm -hmm. um, it works for us based on what we've done, but it's not necessarily for everyone. So it, it is restrictive. So we kind of want to talk about how do you just balance mm -hmm. both the, the reality of it and the conversation about it? Yeah, and I think what's why this is kind of a fun episode is with the holidays just around the corner, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people say I can never give up. You know, just an example, I can never give up a steak or a burger mm -hmm. or, you know, I can never give up Thanksgiving turkey, right? With the holidays around the corner, a lot of those holidays are really centered around very specific foods and very, mm -hmm. you know, and very kind of indulgent and abundance of food. So I think it's interesting because like, you know, once you start rolling that, then you start having those conversations and you're also probably in a room with more people that are going to ask you questions about what you're doing. Yeah. So I do think that having kind of a few maybe go-tos or, you know, maybe sometimes it's just, you know, shrugging it off and, and moving on because sometimes, yeah. you know, you know your family better than I do. Sometimes people just aren't going to get it and that's, that's it. For sure. I think when it comes, we can start with how to deal with the conversation piece and then we'll go with like how to with the restrictiveness but i think with a conversation like you said like everyone else knows their family best so if your family is the one that you know is going to sort of argue with it and and really want that back and forth and debate and you just aren't feeling it 
then it's perfectly fine to be like, it works for me, moving on. Like, you don't have to explain everything. You don't have to convert anyone to your diet, right? <laughs> like we said, it doesn't work for everyone. So I think trying to convert everyone to it isn't practical. But we've also said in the past, like, especially around holidays, if you want to give yourself a break that day, even if it's you're not going to really enjoy those foods, you just don't want the conversation around what you're eating, we again are fully in support of that. Like, holidays are meant to be fun. They're meant to be enjoyable. And so if it's just easier to, even if it's adding just some foods in, not all of it, maybe that's an easy way to like negate that whole conversation and just enjoy the holiday. Because if it's going to be a battle, it's not a holiday that's going to be enjoyable. Yeah, and I definitely agree. I don't think that it's worth, you know, upsetting grandma who, who has <laughs> to make her, you know, weird jello salad with, you know, real mayonnaise. Uh, I mean, there's some things that, you know, I think it's, you know, from a conversational piece, uh, it's funny that people are so diehard on some of these like weird recipes that, you know, maybe have animal products, but they're just like, people are just going through the motion because it's Thanksgiving or it's, or it's Christmas, you know? And I think that that's, what's funny about it is, is, you know, there are so many great options out there and we're still finding new things. Yes. I would say that the diet is restrictive and we'll talk about that in a minute, but I do think that there really has been this shift to allow a lot more of those common items like mayonnaise. There's definitely great vegan options for mm -hmm. mayonnaise. So I really think it's, it's kind of one of those things when it comes to having a conversation, you know, that's one of the things that I think instead of saying, well, I've cut all this stuff out, mm -hmm. you know, maybe flip it, flip the script a little bit and be like, this is all the stuff I still get to eat. You know, mm -hmm. I still can have, you know, if you're not doing the keto side of it, right? Like, let's remove that for the conversation's okay. sake right now. You know, you can still have a really good pizza. You can still yeah. have, you know, lasagna and all these different things because mm -hmm. there are products that, you know, that f substitute out those mm -hmm. everyday animal products. So I think really it's when people are like, oh, I couldn't not eat this anymore. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, but I still eat that. I just have changed the recipe to match my diet and my views on how I how I should be eating. Yeah, and I think to go along with that, it's a great way if you also know it's gonna be a conversation piece to maybe bring a dish. I think, you know, it's taken us a really long time to get into the diet of, and really just sort of naturally knowing what will fit not only the plant-based side, but the keto side. And that takes a lot of time to really just naturally know that. So if someone is cooking the main meal who isn't eating plant-based and isn't doing keto, um, it, it takes a lot of research on their part, I think, to really figure it out. So a good piece to maybe demonstrate how tasty your diet still is, is to take a dish, you know, mm -hmm. make a plant-based with zucchini noodle lasagna, right? Show them that it's not bland and it's not just boiled vegetables. <laughs> yeah. You know, really take that and show them. And, and maybe that for your family would be, they'd be open to trying it. Not all families will. Like, let's be honest, some families, that'll be more of a conversation piece. So, you know, again, this is all take it with your family's interpretation in mind. But that might be a good way to demonstrate it. Like you said, if you're just doing plant-based for the day and you're not doing the keto side, that's always a great way to be like, but look at this real indulgent dessert or everything mm -hmm. else, you know, to show that there are so many things that you can still eat. I think another good thing to talk about, and we talk about it between ourselves a lot. I don't know how much we talk about it on the episode, but we really have noticed how we feel while on this diet. Like we feel like we sleep so much better. We have so much more energy. We obviously feel healthier and, you know, working out and things like that is just easier. We feel like our bodies run a lot better mm -hmm. on this diet. And we've talked quite a long time ago about 
going to the doctors and getting the sort of blood results back that showed that is the truth too. Like our bodies are running on a much better system. It's obviously better for our bodies, for us personally. Um, and I think that's always a great point too. If you want to you know, highlight your successes with your health. I think that's one that maybe nobody wants to talk about that health of the holidays, right? Because it's more indulgent. But that's also not something to be dismissed. If that's, mm-hmm. if you're doing it for health, I think a lot of people might not be willing to make that decision for their health. But I think it also helps justify your choices, right? Like, I'm doing this for my health. I know we've been really honest. We're doing this for long-term health. We want to start now and just make sure that we're healthy so that we can hopefully have a healthy life as we grow older and I think most people will respect that and hopefully it'll shift the conversation on yeah I agree and I think you know one of the biggest conversations we had when we started going down this path you know was really like you know there are so many people that are starting to be that we know and people that maybe, you know, in the future are being put on these medications that you're taking for life, right? You know, and unfortunately, I think for us, the downside is, is we may have started too late jumping on this to try and avoid having to have a lifetime prescription for something, but hopefully we can catch anything or slow down that process to where it's something very later in life that we have to deal with. And I think that that is one thing to, to consider. And And like you said, when having that conversation with people like, oh, I can never do that. And you're like, yes, that's totally true. I get how hard it is. But for Mm -hmm. me, my health is what is important right now. And Mm -hmm. I am feeling, like you said, we are feeling a lot more energized. We're sleeping better. Mm -hmm. The the blood results are, you know, reflective of what a plant-based diet would offer with, you know, lower inflammation rates and things like that. So I think that, you know, it don't be ashamed to be about your health. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that sometimes you roll into the holidays and people are indulging and, you know, the, the oh, I'll work it off when once summer comes back around yeah. kind of mentality. And so people are kind of turning a blind eye. And, and it doesn't mean that you have to or be ashamed of the fact that you do care about what's going on in your body and how you're and how you're fueling. I think there's a good way to go about that. And then there's a way of like judging everyone else to go about it. So yes. that's, I will say, you know, make sure that you're saying that in totally, not a like a bubble of you're just talking about your health, but it is important. Like everyone's own health journey is their own. You don't, uh, you know, we don't know everyone's history and all of that. So for us, obviously with family, they know a bit more of that. So our families are very um, accepting of whatever diet we show up with, <laughs> come closer to Thanksgiving and things like that. But they also know the sort of struggles that we've had over the last few years and, and different things that we've been working on. And this just works for us. And I think that's just an important piece of, of who we are. I will also say, though, like there's a balance, like I said, not being mm-hmm. judgy, but also it's okay to indulge. Like we, I mm-hmm. feel like we constantly are <laughs> the poster children of, cheat meals are good too you know (laughs) like it's fine to have a cheat meal it's fine to indulge on a day no guilt no judgment doesn't even if you eat meat if that's your one meal one day that you're eating animal products and then you go back to a plant-based diet I think you could still call yourself plant-based or vegan or whatever you know it's one day and if it's one day not to rock the boat if it's one day to make it that few things you really do miss go for it Mm -hmm. yeah I agree so since we're talking about holidays is there any um, Halloween's obviously coming up and then Thanksgiving and Christmas those are holidays we celebrate there's obviously a lot more in between then and mm-hmm. of diff- lots of different holidays but is there any like 
food memories you've kind of got that connection to over the holidays? Yeah, I think for us, for my my family, we've always been very big on Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. I think even more so than maybe the Christmas traditions, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that there's always been this kind of idea of you know good cooking and lots of food and lots of family together and, and kind of a big event uh, that you know I think one with what's going on in the world now is obviously probably is not going to happen, but mm-hmm. two, you know, I think that you know, a lot of that food is, is just fun, different, tasty food. You know, we don't have like a set, like we have to have this, 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 and this. We, you know, it's a a turkey, but it's a new recipe that, you know, someone concocted or, you know, it's a different version of maybe old classics that, you know, have just been spruced up. Uh, So I think that I definitely would miss that, would miss kind of that, like, turkey mashed potato kind of you know rolls and stuff like that and the rolls you can still have um if you're looking past the keto part but i just think that it's like that big plate of food of just kind of everything kind of feels like it goes together and it's very especially rolling into holidays and the it starts to get colder and it's a very like warm comforting feeling i think is is really kind of what i think i'll miss the most but i think i'll be missing that more because we are you know shelter in place and all that i think it's more of the atmosphere of being around people and cooking with people for for me than it is the actual food that gets cooked yeah yeah and i think that's a good point of like even just the food you're talking about if you're doing regular keto not the plant-based i think holidays aren't as difficult right Mm -hmm. because usually holidays have one big meat you know whether it's um ham or turkey and then the sides obviously potatoes might not be but the vegetables you can still have you can have like you can stay pretty much on track maybe feel a little of your carbs but not so much that you're going to really veer off track. I do think with the plant-based, it's a whole nother ballgame. Like mm-hmm. the turkey and the ham obviously don't work and mashed potatoes with the butter and it doesn't like, there's a lot more pitfalls of, of missing it. But yeah, I, that's good. I think my family, like, you know, Thanksgiving is more important to yours. Christmas is obviously more important to mine. We don't celebrate Thanksgiving as we're not American. Um, <laughs> um, but Christmas, definitely the same sort of thing. Ours has changed over the years with us going back to England some years and then being out here others but I agree it's the same usually for us it's very much a day of eating sort of thing we will wake up and have breakfast and a few drinks and there's lots of like snacking that's I think that's more of the tradition than the meal itself like there's nibbles here and there there's some chocolate there's a few more drinks and it's just that sort of whole day of just eating whatever no judgment and then usually mid-afternoon there is a big meal like turkey and all the sides and things like that but I think it's more the like you said the day of of being around our family always goes for a walk with the dog and um and sort of drinks and snacks throughout the day so I think just being away from families for both of us for those two holidays will be different Mm -hmm. usually we try to be there and so it'll be very odd being on our own with shelter in place and and just being far enough that we would our families at risk if we did go back having mm-hmm. to go through an airport so it'll be odd being on our own but also i think it'll just be different with with obviously our new diet mm-hmm. i think we both sort of agree that we're totally down for a cheat meal on the day we're not gonna <laughs> i feel like there's enough going on on the day and this year that we'll we'll treat ourselves to a cheat meal on both of those holidays but it'll just be us and it'll be one one cheat meal not necessarily a, a whole day of cheat meal yeah <laughs> Yeah, and I think that, you know, what's important is is how do you balance it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that we've kind of come up with our version of how we are going to balance it. And I think, 
you know, around the holidays, really, you know, it's okay to give yourself a break, right? You know, Mm -hmm. we have always been advocates of prioritizing mental health over anything else, right? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if you're eating this way and it's making you sad and it's really diminishing a lot of this stuff, it's not worth it, right? So I think that really kind of having that conversation of what is going to do it for us and if we do a cheat meal or even if we throw an extra cheat meal in that we would normally not do, mm-hmm. that's okay. But on that, that side of it is, you know, we should definitely have a plan before we go into it because mm-hmm. a cheat meal is good. But it's the holidays, you're missing family. It can all of a sudden spiral into, well, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do something else tomorrow. And then we'll do, and then all of a sudden you've gone a week of just, you know, it's going to take you a good month to to get back on track because of of what's happened. I think for us, I know our plan for Thanksgiving is, is one of the biggest things that we miss being vegan and keto Mm -hmm. is pizza, right? So really having a plan to, to put together so that we can get a really good pizza, make the dough ourselves, really find the right toppings and put it all together, which is super exciting, I think, for us. Yeah. And I think, like you said, with the plan, small things like we just, when we know we're going to have a cheat meal, we don't wait until like end of the week, we're out of groceries and then have a cheat meal because then it sort of slips into a few days, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we always make sure that we have a fully stocked kitchen with vegetables and, and our meat substitutes and things ready to go and with that sort of they'll go off so we can't have like a week of cheat meals because otherwise our (laughs) fridge of zucchinis and cauliflower and all that will go off and will be wasted so we always kind of do a food shop when we're planning to do a cheat meal so that we have like we have to get back on track all of this is here we bought it we paid money for it we need to make sure that we use it and that's kind of our like self-regulated tool right (laughs) yeah yeah and you know another thing that is from a planning standpoint, if you know you're going to have a big meal in the evening, maybe just do something very basic for breakfast and lunch. So maybe like a protein shake for those two meals, you know, and that kind of helps you have your, your really good meal and then you can you can really kind of get back into it the next day if that's yeah. what you're what you're doing. So um, it definitely helps to have that kind of plan going into it. And like you said, groceries we made the mistake of doing a cheat meal where we didn't have anything to yeah. eat the next day and then it kind of rolls into it. So mm-hmm. anything we're talking about, we are definitely guilty of. So <laughs> right. this is 100% uh, from experience on on that. And, you know, more some people might be a little bit more dedicated than, than we, yeah. we are. But, you know, we live in interesting times right now. So um, we also do like to sort of, I know that it's fairly common within this, sort of changing your diet realm but also think of other ways to celebrate Mm -hmm. so we've talked lots about like you said before mental health and so when we know we have a holiday thanksgiving for us will be more of a long weekend with our work schedules so making sure that you're prepared with not only groceries to kind of get back on but fun things to do so we do like a bit of like home spa Mm -hmm. face masks you know some nice lotion to kind of feel like you're indulging and things like that so really doing those activities that do in, feel indulgent because you're doing something for yourself but it's not eating sometimes we found too if we need a motivation to sort of get back on track is finding some new recipes mm-hmm. i mean it sounds like such a mundane obvious thing 
but really finding something that you normally wouldn't cook, maybe even buying a few vegetables or products that you wouldn't normally cook with, even if they're slightly carbier, but they're still getting you back on track. Um, TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest all have lots of recipes, you know, and especially with TikTok and Instagram, it's videos. Usually you can watch someone else make it. <laughs> uh, I know lots of YouTube channels have uh, different recipes. I don't know how many are plant-based keto, I think in the realm there's lots more plant-based or keto maybe not that crossover i still think it's small but trying a new recipe can be a good motivation to get back on track mm -hmm. right it's not the same boring stuff that you've always had it's not the meals you're tired of it's something new and it's hopefully something to add into your rotation but it's a good way to be doing something it might feel a bit more like a cheat meal when really it's getting you back on track yeah and another thing that might help that helps with with cravings is low carb substitution Mm -hmm. Low carb substitutions like smart sweets we've talked about, some of the like um, dairy free uh, cheeses that are out there have got really kind of come to market, and there's mm -hmm. definitely some that are pretty tasty out there. And they're not too carby, obviously comparatively to real cheese, they they are. Yeah. But for all intents and purposes, um, you know there are some things out there that can kind of hit that like mental sweet tooth or that mental like craving, mm -hmm. and it but it's not like. You're not depth charging your diet. You're not, you know, you're not losing ground, which is good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to try, operative word is try to stay on track as much as possible throughout the holidays. But like we said, we're not going to beat ourselves up over a few extra carbs. Um, if you've been listening for a while, you know that we've sort of eased off the tracking. We've eased off being so restrictive and we're hoping having a few more carbs in our diet and not being so obsessed with tracking that it'll be easier to get through the holidays without it being like a major falling off the wagon right i think it's it's a it's really our focus to try and keep moving forward and end this year well and part of that feeling like we ended that well is staying on our diet like we said we just feel better when we're eating the way that we were talking about and so it's it's something we want to end the year feeling good and feeling like we've treated our bodies well yeah, and we'll be posting new recipes to Instagram, mm -hmm. to our website. Uh, if you're looking for any inspiration as we kind of roll into these winter months, um, the nice thing is, is you know, it basically we can flip it from salads to soups, right? <laughs> if uh, if you think in, in those terms now that it's getting colder out. So mm -hmm. I think that, you know, there's definitely a lot of resources out there and we hope to, you know, be a part of, you know, that planning if, if you want and you know, you can be a part of our journey and maybe it mixes up your kind of everyday, everyday routine too. So yeah. And if you have any great recipes, definitely we'd love to try new recipes. So send them our way and we'll give them a go. Yeah. Feel free to tag us in a <laughs> recipe you find um, and we'll definitely give it a try and maybe put our spin on it or, you know, maybe yeah. do an episode just before the holidays of like, Hey, here's our five, five recipes we like. Mm -hmm. So with that said, I think that's the episode. Don't forget mm -hmm. to check us out on Instagram at Consume for Good, or you can read all the recipes and blogs at consumeforgood.com. I look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah, see you next week. Mm -hmm.